Aloha. You're listening to the Rolling Vets Podcast, a podcast by veterans, for veterans, and civilians alike. I'm Lucas Moss, your co-host, and I'm flanked by my Marine veteran peers, Aaron Pata, Chris Ellis, and our very special guest, Navy Corpsman HM2, Albert Molina. We would like to extend an invitation to you, the listener, to journey side of our realm to discover what it means to be a rolling vet. And we are back. Yes. Let's go. Back at it like crack addicts. I feel like I've said that before on here, and I, and I hope not. <laughs> oh, it must have been one of the episodes I was not there for, because I haven't heard that. Yeah. Well, Aaron, fucking welcome back. I appreciate it. Yeah, from your little hiatus. Hey, hey Ron. Hey, hey Ron. So it's great. It's, great. it's great to have uh, an OG member back. And now we're welcoming Albert. Albert, who we served with <laughs> diligently. And <laughs> third battalion, third marines, specifically Bruh. India Company for Aaron and I. Yeah, yeah. And so we always ask our guest on here, and you and I talked about this on the phone a little bit um, the other night. Like, why the Navy? Like, why the military? Why join the U.S. military? What, what was the motivation? Where did it come from? Yeah. Where did it come from? Um, I always wanted to serve. However, I was supposed to um, be an army medic. So I was working with this army veteran and um, I used to work in the lab with him. We worked night shifts. So it's just me and him processing all these specimens and whatnot. And I told him like, hey man, like, I think I'm ready to join the, uh, the service. I want to be an army medic. And he goes like, don't be a fucking medic, man. Like, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, be a corpsman. I'm like, what the hell is a corpsman, dude? Like, I don't know what a corpsman is. And I was like, Google it. So go home, Google it. Uh, YouTube ha- uh, used to have this moto video of what a corpsman is. It's tied down with a lot of, like, parts from History Channel and a lot of, like, moto vids. And you, like, you, oh. said he was, you said he was an army vet? Uh, like an army yeah. medic? No, why he would, was an why? army combat vet. He was a. Um, oh, okay. What's what's the infantry? Um, it's a Bravo. Eleven Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. So yeah, why, why would he? Bravo. Why would he not recommend to be an army medic? Why would he? Why would he say <laughs> corpsman over an army medic then? Um, so, so I asked him that, and he was just like, "My medic was trash." So I don't know what his medic really did. Uh, I mean, this dude had like you know. So poor experience. I don't want to open up a can of worms and like. He's still under meds and whatnot, so I didn't want to trigger him and whatnot. But mm. we we worked together for three years, so we know each other's like uh, if you're rubbing me the wrong way or whatnot. Just I anything that brings about um, what he did, because um, he was where um, our CEO used to be. Um, where was our CEO at when he was in combat? When we Who, were uh, in- Captain uh, Long. Yeah, Captain Long. Oh, Major uh, he was, he was definitely, he went to Iraq and Afghanistan. He was oh, in Iraq. Was, he was, he was in, yeah, he was in Iraq as a enlisted. And then he went to Afghanistan as a lieutenant. Was it Ramadi was one of them? Like the neighboring one. Oh, Ramadi? Ramadi, yeah. I forgot. I, like It might have been, yeah. He mentioned, uh, yeah, Captain Long mentioned one place and yeah, my um, my buddy was there. I'm like, oh, okay. So not really that I kind of knew the place, but I've heard stories about how horrible it was. Yeah. I mean, granted, like what, uh, the Marines and the Army had different missions at that time, but still. 
Right. I know that uh, from working at the VA, a lot of the people talk shit about uh, the Army's uh, medic school versus the Navy Corpsman school. They always say that the Navy is better trained. Uh, they're well-trained in uh, a lot of different things. Actually, one of my roommates, he, uh, he used to be a uh, Navy Corpsman as well. And he told us like, you know, I went to, you know, Army medic school for like cross training. And a lot of the guys there were like, <laughs> I and wouldn't it, let them they, stick a needle in my arm. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say they're not as crisp, but I think um, just sharing a base with them in um, Fort Sam, where our core school was at that time. Um, so you had them um, in full battle kit, like, you know, a flak Kevlar uh, med bag. And so we would ask them, like, where do you go? Where would you go? Go into the classroom. I'm like, why would you be in your full battle kit in the classroom so i don't think it's the training that's wrong it's like why would you like once you have your full kit on you're sitting in a classroom that's a toll on your body so you're just mentally not there while they're teaching you all the medicine stuff versus like for navy we're kind of relaxed where we're just wearing our uniforms for the most part and just listening to death by powerpoint or you know whatever is being taught to us but it says a lot that once the army medics go out of the military, they're more, um, they have more civilian licenses than us hmm. compared to Navy. So Navy, there's only a few states that would recognize that you're a corpsman. Okay, it trans, uh, transpires to an LVN license or to MA license. So we have to go through certain states just to be accredited to another state. So you kind of work that loophole compared to like army medics they just get out and you know i don't know how they work their search that they're pretty equipped getting out okay like they're really well funded and even when we were with pta when we kind of cross trained with um dust off they showed us showed us their stuff they're pretty knowledgeable um i think it's just more of a pride like you know being a corpsman versus a medic plus the medal yeah. of honor recipients yeah. Big I dick competition. It's just more like a big, yeah, big dick energy. I'm a corpsman. What do you have? Yeah. Oh, we have this. I'm like, well, we got medal foreigner recipients, you know. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. speaking of that, that, that big dick corpsman, is there a difference between like green side corpsman and blue side corpsman? Like, a uh, lot. Like, especially ship side. And yeah, um, we kind of clash in the clinic. So, yeah. they're pretty much really lax and, um, they don't have much bearing, and it really grinds my gears. Where we're in a meeting, and this fucking dude is undisciplined just like motherfuckers. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They would be just sighing. I'm like in front of a commander. I'm like, are you seriously just doing this one? I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be here too, but Jesus. <laughs> and, um, but they're pretty knowledgeable with medicine. So, um, one big thing. Every chief um, that I've met will tell you, like, especially with guys that are trying to pick from a clinic, whether to go ship or greenside, you would learn more medicine in a ship compared to going greenside. Greenside, you would get all your musculoskeletal injuries and maybe some, uh, and then TCCC. Ship, like, you got all your docs over there. You got a dentist. Like, you have nothing to do. Okay, learn laboratory. Learn dental. Versus greenside, you're stuck with not really, you're stuck proving yourself to um, whichever unit you're in with, plus doing Marine Corps stuff. 
So your energy is like half, half and half. So even my, with my first um, year with um, weapons company, I, I wanted to get my, um, I wanted to hit E5. So I was studying for my exam. And then after that, I, I had to study for my pin and medicine a little bit. And then I was kind, still learning, like, you know, how to be a mortar man. Um, well, let, well let's, let's explain. Uh, so the, like the FMF pin, not, yeah. not a whole lot of people would know what the FMF pin is. Yeah. So the FMF pin, the Fleet Marine Force, it's a warfare device, um, basically telling um, the others that you've learned um, your specialty, which is like being with the Marines. You learn all their, um, how the unit works uh, for GC, their weapons, their missions of their combat engineers, the missions of the LCACs and all that stuff. Don't ask me now because I would. <laughs> that, murder board, that, murder board yeah. right now. <laughs> so like, um, up to the smallest detail on how to patrol uh, land nav. Um, don't ask me to land nav because you'll get lost. Um, yeah. A, uh, Marine Corps history. And it's this thick of a book compared to like your logistics corpsman who would have twice the size or more mm. so that's the respect that they get like that's the hot um hardest um fmf pin you could call it would be the lce like the logistic logistics combat element then the so, East, um, East, 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 before you before you got with a with a um a, a marine corps unit uh did you like like personally choose to go greenside or did you get selected for that or how'd that happen uh, i personally chose it so when i was up for orders. Uh, my first one uh, from the hospital, you pick orders. I selected all greenside units, and then um, I think Hawaii was my fifth, fifth choice, and I got it. And then I go to field med, and then after that, I report to weapons comp. I I was supposed to be in HNS, and I was just like told my chief, "What the hell." And so he looked. Um, just... <laughs> no, because um, he, he kind of looked into my medical records. I was coming from a horrible back injury, and I kind of had like one month of treatment uh, left. So I was just hurting the whole field med. And then I was just like, I'm going to be fine. I just locked out that my senior line in um, weapons company was like, I'll give, I'm going to give you one month, mo- one month to self PT and be fine because I know you're pretty jacked up. Um, and then you PT with the Marines. I'm like, okay, first PT with the, with the Marines was this fuck off run with, you know, with our first sergeant. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> it was a Monday. I was behind. Like, Who was at the run. ponds? You ran the ponds, right? He would run the ponds and Staff Hill and whatever, wherever he wanted to. So, like, it was always an unknown distance run every Monday. Like, he would there were times like he would like play mind games with us. Like he would approach like the, where the company blockhouse is and then run some more. So you think like <laughs> you run ended and then you're just like, crap, man. Um, and you better sing cadence too. Cause if not, like he'll just keep on running. So you're just like three threes marathon team. So <laughs> every Hell day. yeah. Hell yeah. Do you, do you feel like it made you guys better though? I mean, yeah, at some point, but at the same time, it kind of broke down some of the Marines because 
you know, Monday you do that mess off run and then there's no structure to the running. So there's yeah. a lot of it's like dog, my legs hurt, my back hurts, my everything hurts. And it's more like there's no science to your running. It has a science to the guy leading it. Yeah. It's up to his standards. Yeah. Now if like you're picking up from you're not really a runner from go, you can't just run like six miles today, another four tomorrow, another five at like seven thirty pace or eight mile eight thirty pace and it doesn't really there's no structure so you're just breaking brains down for no reason. That's my opinion. So our senior your like med- that's your medical them. opinion. It's professional <laughs> medical opinion. <laughs> it's just we run the motherfuckers to the dirt. That's what we do, right? <laughs> yeah. That's part of our lifestyle. The dirt as in like the afterlife. Yes, there is. Yes. So we can like just run. save us Corman. He was just like, we'll have Corman PTs Tuesdays and Thursdays, and the Marines can have us Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So that kind of evened out for us not breaking in because you also take into consideration that. Weapons company Corman at that time were like, oh, like mm-hmm. we were a bunch of like 28 turning 30 or like on our 30s. So we were saving our bodies. <laughs> and yeah. I think the most jack was Reimer at that time. That dude was massive. It's <laughs> like six foot something, about 200 pounds of muscle or more. I don't remember him. I, I, I remember him like in passing. In passing. Yeah. I- like he used to be kilo i think before he went to weapons and then my senior line used to be i think either kilo i think or india then he tried out for scout snipers then he passed that one good old ss baby fucking scout snipers (laughs) (laughs) i think this is the last one that the three three would have right because they're abolishing it well yeah yeah they're i think they turn it into a littoral unit yeah, with so, the unit itself, but I think like the the MOS of like scout sniper, I think is supposed to be changed to something different. Really? What? No way. Yeah, really? I don't know. I, I just know pulled that out of my tanks. ass. I think. I, I think I literally say, just made that up, up on the spot. I am gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna look shut, this up right yeah. now. I just said I fucking made it up. We gotta look up. I was still interested, bro. Like, I have to find out. This would be our last scout sniper team or something like that yeah i never looked into it breaking news <laughs> breaking news moss is a fucking liar no, but but uh so so all this Big is going news. on got in you got into the navy got to be a corpsman got to go to three three weapons and stuff like that so and we talked a little bit about the blue side green side what like how, what does it mean to you that bond between the Marines and their corpsmen. Cause I feel it's, like it's, that's a big thing that's, you know, because we, we accept the corpsmen as one, yeah. like one of us, one of us, <laughs> you know, it's a big thing, man. Like, so um, before anything, like whatever I say, doesn't reflect the Navy or DOD. Yeah. Right? Cause I might say something off uh, offline. However, <laughs> like my first formation with weapons company. So, um, it wasn't much of a shock because my mentors back in the clinic were prior division corpsmen. So I was getting, you know, kind of disciplined or whatever you call it, um, remediated every time I mess up. So it wasn't a shock. And they already described to me how everything was and all that. So I go to 3-3. First, 
uh, formation with weapons company, um, a corporal approached me like, hey, if I get shot, you won't touch me. Only Doc Escobar can touch me. Like you, I don't care if you're close to me, you're inches away. You're not going to touch me. I'm like, all right, tight. Like, you know, um, and I know you have to earn your keep. Like not only yeah. your keep, you got to know your medicine or you, if, even if you know your medicine, if you can't keep up, like there's no freaking point. So um, coming from that, it came from injury. I, I was behind the run and like for two minutes I was just struggling and I was hounded in the BAS. Like, how can you disgrace us? Blah, blah, blah. Like a bunch of like, you know, the old breed that was yeah. over there, seniors. And so um, I I, nev- I just never said an excuse because like, you know, I'm coming from an injured dude. Like, yeah. So what I did was um, e- every morning I would PT with the Marines, whatever it is, I would keep up. Slow- I was slowly keeping up for a month. And then in the afternoon, I would PT again. I would make sure I would pass by to my, um, I just lucked out that my um, first sergeant's house was a few blocks from my house. Mm. I would run around his house. So he would see me running. I would run around Staff Hill. So like my staff. Okay, um, get a little kiss ass Kissing a little ass. <laughs> like, you know, because there's no way like, like Doc couldn't keep up. I'm like, dude, I'm doing everything that I can to keep up. Yeah. Although like, you know, freaking Motrin worked <laughs> so yeah changing your socks also your socks, yeah. yeah and um and we went to korea and that day um the corporal who told me i couldn't touch him anything like hey doc be in my gun right now and um don't tell um hn that i'm gonna i want to replace him with you but you could if i get shot i trust you so it, it's kind of flattering and it's like yeah oh and it's like, and you could drop around in my gun. I'm like, tight. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was pretty awesome. Um, everything's earned. Um, and once you earn it, it's priceless. It's something that the ship guys would never um, understand yeah. or accept even because we would, you know, I would talk to some of my Marines. Like they would call me through my phone and I'm at work. And it's like, yeah, I love you, dude. And they would look at me like, you never said I love you to your buddies. You never kiss your homies goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always, always like, right. like, no. I'm sorry you're not comfortable like, enough with your sexuality to say person, that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So no one would understand the bind, like if you've never been in with Greenside or if you don't get it, you haven't earned it the way I see it. Because like just getting you guys' trust is something like you gotta earn everything and that's something that that should be it should be kept because now that the fmf pin is required so historically you earn it too yeah like you don't sign a page 13 that says like in 12 months i'm gonna get it versus like corman used to be like you know what i'm gonna get the pin and they'll get it on their own terms. And now it's just required, which kind of loses its meaning. Yeah. Because, you know, it's required of you. But no, um, earning the trust of Marines is something else. Like, it's priceless. I would do it again. Like, And it sucks because when I moved to India Company, I got to re-earn that shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> especially, Definitely. like, I'm pretty sure, like, I got the vibes that, you know, um, good old Andy didn't really like me from the get-go. 
<laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you know. I'm sure Andy still doesn't like me, and we just had some drinks, so who knows? <laughs> you just saw Andy? Oh, this is um, a little bit before our last episode together. So oh, okay. not recent, okay. but yeah. nice. Yeah. How's he doing with the newborn, right? Feels yeah, like he's kid. doing very well. He he was a, always a dad, you know, in my yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> he was always he's always a dad. He just had like just cool dad vibes. Yeah. Right, so if he's dad, then who's mom? Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry is definitely mom. <laughs> like a very tough mom, you know? <laughs> like an Asian mom. No, 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 not that tough. No, not that tough. Okay, not okay. that tough. I was not gonna say tough. Bailey would be mom. <laughs> Bailey, no. I feel like ba- Bailey was like the the babysitter. babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, what does that make uh, Major Long? Oh God, the Godfather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he always sat in solitude. <laughs> sat in solitude somewhere, you know. Long lost uncle, yeah, yeah. just like the fit like, that you never mess with, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, maybe, maybe he's actually dad, like father, he's father, he's not dad, he's father, and then Carlson is stepdad and that's why he's cool because he's this like this cool stepdad <laughs> yeah you know and then so like then the fun police aka father comes down he's the, he's the bad guy <laughs> which, which is long that's how that's how i envision this whole dynamic now basically what you're saying is we're just one fucked up family yes okay yes. especially yeah. in in the bring it fucking full circle that's how we feel about corman like corman <laughs> Right, there. <laughs> you see I'd love to see how he ties it in. I'd love to see how he ties it in. Like we accept Corman as one of us. Like they become part of the family. Like I, I when I when I talk to a Corman that I serve with, I don't see them any differently than I see like my fellow Marine pre- peers. That's just the way it goes. Like they did everything that we did and more. You Depends know, on the Corman for sure. But yeah, obviously, most of it, it's like yeah. the Corman are the adopted stepchildren, or no, the adopted child, or like <laughs> the stepchildren, you know. And it's yeah. like you know, either they fit in, they're great, or they don't, and you just kind of bully them. Totally. Yeah, yeah, and you can weed them out, like you, you can weed them out, like very easily, and you can tell very, like very early on, like who's who. Right. And, and luckily, in my experience, I had very few poor Corman, like. There were some bad ones that I was just like, oh, sheesh. <laughs> my, my first impression of the Cor- of Corman when I was in, like, actual the fleet, <coughs> I'm not going to name drop, but I came out of my room. Corman was fucking shit-faced. It was on a Saturday <laughs> at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, like, fucking gone. He's like, bro, let me give you an IV. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck are you? He's like, mustache, yes or no? Mustache, yes or no? Yeah. Okay, that motherfucker <laughs> stole my laundry. Fucking, he stole my laundry bag. Like, wait, who is this? What? We said we're not. Used to be India guy. Company, Corman. Uh, no. Oh, then I probably wouldn't know. No. <laughs> no, I don't think he was. 
yeah, no, but fucking shitbag, dude. Absolute fucking shitbag. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, there are some good ones. There's some great. There's some great ones. You know, yeah. Like Robert I remember Johnston. Johnson was dope. Johnson, Grant, Johnson, yeah, Grant. Like we had, Grant. yeah, that first deployment had we had a, a dream team. Like, yeah, legit. Like moving from weapons to India, like you guys had legit solid corpsmen and. Those corpsmen like help me. Like, yeah, Marrero. Oh my God, love yeah. Marrero. Shout out to my homie. Almost forgot about that guy. Because yeah. <laughs> coming from weapons to India, I was like, what the hell, man? I I don't know how you guys operate aside from you guys like schwack the whole freaking battalion. Like that's pretty much like how I've known you guys. Yeah. Like, you please us. elaborate. Please I, elaborate. Yeah, I can use a little bit of a morale boost. <laughs> <laughs> so my first build up, actually, that was it. Like I. My whole company gets killed, right? That was my first field up, notionally. Notionally um, killed. Okay, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so we, well, we landed with. Um, did we use the Ospreys during that time, or no? No, I thought we just used the Sea Stallions. Yeah, so we used the Sea Stallions. So we exit out, and um, they told us like, okay, do security. So I go <laughs> and. I look at my buddy, like, um, I forgot which Marine was this, because it was my first field up. I was like, what the fuck am I doing as long as I packed everything, right? I go as a boot-ass corpsman from the hospital. <laughs> like, who do we pull security with? Like, who? Like, what, what are... I'm, I'm, I'm in a prone, all right? Who am I pulling security against? Like, who am I looking for? And he didn't say anything. He's like, just pull security, doc. I'm like, all right, whatever, man. Like... <laughs> I'll be in the prone with my weapon up, whatever. So I see this guy in an eight point. I'm like, hey, what up, devil? <laughs> I got shot with blanks. I'm like, oh, we're we're playing this fuck fuck game. <laughs> and so the night goes on and whatnot. So I just hear like, oh, we just got killed X amount of times, whatever. And um good old sure did. Um, sure did. <laughs> One of my men- marine mentors, um, Corporal Stuera, like that dude was like, took me under his wing because I basically like, hey, hey man, like I'm struggling over here. I fucking don't know what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> I know my medicine. Like, teach me how to freaking marine man. Like, because yeah. I just asked someone who am I pulling security against and he just fucking just ignored me. So he taught me a lot of stuff. <laughs> and, there's another thing that happened during that filled up was um, we were already on freaking training timeout or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Or um, so he just told me, yeah, just pull security. If you see someone, shoot them, right? <laughs> so I thought you guys were patrolling, so I just shot you guys, and you guys just like fucking flipped me off, and I'm just like, dude, what's doing? Oh, doc, I forgot to tell you, we're in training timeout. You're still pulling security over there. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like i mean just, just this window just like motivated as hell um yeah like and first then, you I, tell me not to shoot or to pull security and i get shot then i shoot someone yeah. and it's not supposed to they're not supposed to be getting shot yeah. i'm so i'm lost yeah. here man it's like, hi i'm doc so i'm just happy to be here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i just do medicine then bro get back home and you guys had to stay longer in that um fuck off um, field in um k bay <laughs> so uh, and they were like, yeah. like lucky we're now in the company and i'm like yeah sure um but when it came to like advancement and um sailor of the court and all that like india company was always there 
like for Corman wise. And I somehow got to know some of the Corman in passing in the BAS and they're pretty solid. Like yeah. competitive, they knew their um, medicine and whatnot. Um, Doc Ferrari was in the same um, field med class as me. So I kind of knew him. Yeah, and, shout yeah, out. Yeah, when I moved. Jordan, what's up, buddy? Love you, dude. Hope yeah, you're watching. Yeah, got good old H.N. Grant, like, teaching me the ropes of India Company. Um, Garish was helping me out. Johnson yeah. was a big help. Rari, they, like, Marrero, everyone was just teaching me, like, hey, man, I'm a Buddhist second class. Um, I don't know how your uh, company moves or what their expectations are. So they kind of taught me a lot of things, like, my career was saved because of them. And because my first meeting with Jerry was, I was pissed off at first because knowing that, hey, um, my chief went, hey, you're, I came back from post-deployment leave because I took it later than anyone else. He tells me like, hey, um, we're moving you to India Company. I'm like, bullshit, chief. Like, why? I just earned my shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he was like, well, you can't grow in your comfort zone. I'm like, well, I'm going to be a second class. So it's already out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Like I was being trained and now I'm like as a senior line and now I'm taking the reins of the senior line. Well, go to India company and um, Hernandez is taking um, weapons. I'm like, fuck man. Like what the hell? Oh, uh, this is Gil. So, <laughs> is, it, is this Gil Hernandez? Yeah, it's Gil. I so that I guy. go to the in the company and, um, who is the you're used to be uh, senior line? Escolano took me oh, out. Dude, yeah. he was my roommate. <laughs> he was my so, roommate. Oh, Jerry my was God. like, shook my hand, like, hey, uh, first started Moon, and I'm like, H of Tumulia. And um, first thing he says, like, you know what excellence is? I'm like, in my head, I'm like, fuck, man, I don't want some motivated shit. I just got bad news from the chief that I'm moving over here. Like, I don't want to be here. And shows me the uh, a group picture of indie company. I'm like, all right, tight, you know, I guess. And um, after a few weeks, yeah, like he just Wait, he's like, do you know what excellence company. is? That's dope. <laughs> that's that's some Jerry shit right there. <laughs> this is what excellence looks like. And then the funny Fuck thing yeah. is, like, within two weeks, we got that whole like freaking um, acid shit. Then we got like uh, <laughs> a bunch of what? Like the drug ring, remember the drug oh, ring? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck. So I was looking at Fellers. I was like, "Yo, Fellers, like, Fellers. help me out over here." Another and then one. Fellers also had an incident, like, um, after a week, but it wasn't involving in the company. It was involving some officer from another company, right? So I'm just like, what the fuck did I just walk myself into? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, We're fucked up. Yeah, we didn't have these things in weapons company. Like we didn't have ARIs in for my um to my own knowledge, especially with 81s, we didn't have anything. Or maybe it was swept under the rug or it was handled um on the level. But when I moved to India, I'm like, what the hell? The drug ring, all these ARIs. So much for that <laughs> excellence, huh? And uh, yes, Jerry yeah. was pulling off this Hollywood shit that I tried not to laugh at. Like during um, every time he yells at the platoon, like, you're going to look at me with those puppy dog eyes. Like all this shit. Like <laughs> it's like stuff that I've never heard that like I want to laugh because it was it was such a Hollywood moment. Just like watching him like, where do you pull off these lines, man? Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> you do that for every <laughs> single classic stuff. But then before... like you're just like, what the fuck did I get myself into? But move after the those moments you just like kind of get the groove of like what in the indie company was and the leadership. And I think, you know, I was happy that that I got moved because those were solid leaders, like st- uh, still leaders that I looked up um, up to. Like, and it sucks because now I'm moving. I'm here in the clinic, and I have that standard already. If that standard wasn't met, it's kind of like, yeah, I wish I'm back with India, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> bring me back with three, three. Like, but you know, you gotta grow. So, it's pretty hard having that standard of that excellence, and also applying it uh, as you go on with your career, it's pretty difficult doing it on your own. It was easy with India because everyone just bred it. Mm. Like, you know, you guys trained me with headquarters and all that. And even to the last build-up that we guys shared that, um, in Australia, the last day that we got all three, when you and I and Moss got yelled at um, for that... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh you know, no just, no in the yeah. utv no, no, no. yeah but the thing is like it was actually i think it was them testing us because i think we already knew what what we were capable of and we were just sleeping at it like you know what i mean like yeah we were just relaxed. we were just like whatever man like yeah complacent another. yeah i mean it was, i, I will i will go on the record stopped. i will go on the record and say that i knew where the LZ was and we slowed down and I pointed at it and they said, no, 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 it's farther down, even though that was the right that. one. I so that. I will go on the record and say and that I was right and I knew where it was at. <laughs> and then I, will, I just, yeah. And I, I was just I the passenger, okay? I was <laughs> the vehicle commander, but in reality, I just wanted to ride in the go-kart. Yeah, yeah that's my <laughs> passed out. <laughs> yeah, like passed. After we reached the um the LD and then like ten minutes in, I'm just like, where are we going? And then I just dozed off. I was like, oh yeah, we were getting yelled at. But I, I remember think, there was like, a water buffalo. That was cool. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. That was so so like, Chris, this is like one of our last ranges in in fucking Australia, and we had to do like a. What they call it? What's the, what's the term like a dry run? You had to do like a, a medevac yeah. like dry run before the range started, and I had never seen, I'd never laid eyes on the LZ before. No, no, yeah, n- nobody had pretty much, and I was this fucking safety big driver, so I was like, all right, so fucking Jerry was like, hey, let's go check it out. He was like, I'll follow you, and I was like, all right. So I take off with fucking Aaron as my A driver and then fucking and then Albert's the the fucking corpsman in the back. And we're in the UTV. We're driving. And I get there and I like point to it. And then they're like they it and it's fucking Andy and Jerry in the fucking truck behind us. And they're like, no. And I was like, okay. So I kept driving. Yeah, it was marked. It was marked. And I so I was like, okay, so I just kept driving. <clears throat> and kept driving and kept driving we kept driving and dude i like the range was <laughs> supposed to start 
like within like 30 minutes of us going to check this out. out. It, it was an hour. It was an hour. We were driving for a fucking hour. Was it really an hour? Yeah, because they I were must like, have passed they out were, too, they, were, they were trying to they were honking. They were honking at us from like nobody could hear the honking. No. Nobody could. They said that they, they were trying to get loud, our attention bro. the entire time, and that we were like speeding or whatever. It was like I was trying to hurry up and find the fucking LZ so the range <laughs> could start. That's why I was speeding. Uh, yeah, but anyways, so we fucking. They finally stop us, and oh my god, got our asses fucking chewed by. That's Jerry. probably the worst ass chewing I've ever had. Yeah, before. Jerry was like what the fuck like we were trying to get the fuck we were trying to get a hold of you like you didn't even know where it was like you're all fucking fired like oh dude it was <laughs> yeah. the fucking craziest thing and it's I like i shouldn't like, even let you drive this back i'm like well we're not walking like what the hell yeah he's like he's like <laughs> he's like fucking follow me i'm gonna show you where it's at and i was like all right so we drive all the way back to the first like, one that we keep driving <laughs> And, and that's awake driving, now. and we get all the way yeah, there, and we got there, and I'm looking. I, I literally looked at Aaron, and I was like, "Oh this no, is the I, same I this moment. spot." <laughs> like, this is the spot I pointed out in the first place, and I was like, "Dude, I know. Just don't say anything. Yeah. He's already pissed. I know you want to say I told you so. Your smart ass mouth. Yeah. Like I know what wants yeah, to be no. said. Just don't say your shit." Yeah, so just fucking. I think like that was them just testing us, dude. Just making the right call. I think they just made up, made it up that okay, this is the LZ they know, but let let us like think what second they guess. Do. But but then like why let me waste all that time? Like I think just... they were genuinely lost. <laughs> yeah, I think that freaking Vic. I should have said something like, "Hey, I don't think," or we should have made calls. Because we were like, you know, leaders at our own like shops or whatever we do, like we could have made the right calls. And I think that was us, them telling us like we're fucking slacking or we could have done more. But that was how when I look looking back, I was like, we could have made calls. We could have. They knew we knew our shit. Like you know what I mean. Like, but we're also (laughs) definitely the kind of people that are like, okay, tell us we're wrong. We're just gonna keep doing whatever you want us to do. And hey, you're the one who made the call. Like yeah. I think at the end of the we day, also because promoting like us like to run our own like right thing, then they'll support because that's how um Jerry made me run medical was just like how do you plan on doing these things and I would I'd lay out the plan and I'm lucky enough or blessed enough that he supported that and he was like absolutely, right, right. absolutely. that was uh what India leadership was like have a plan and they just keep on challenging you till like you excel in it and that's something i miss i mean yeah but the the reason why it makes me think like it was a mistake on everyone's part <laughs> is because normally if we make a mistake like that like you'll get called out later on for it they'll be like oh you know and there'll be like some slight some slight jabs yeah nobody ever talked about that moment afterwards it was just kind of like it happened. They were pissed. We got back. We never talked about it. Nothing happened. Yeah. Like, never or brought it up as side banter at the COC. Maybe. Maybe we were just ready we to go on limbo. 10 day work weeks in, um, in Darwin. We were working 10 days. Every week was uh, a 10 day work week. If you yeah. actually realize that, we come back, it's not a weekend. You still work those extra three days. Still, it hits Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 
every field and then we would just get day. fucking wasted. Chris, you're in Australia too, right? Nope. Oh, uh, nice. you missed out on so, a good time, man. No, I, I yeah, I so this is this is my reason why I didn't go. There's only so many slots to go, and uh, like I was, I think I was a sergeant at the time or a corporal, and it was either my choice to choose me to go or send one of my junior Marines. And I was like, I've already been uh, places and you won't go to places because the time they get back, they're not going to another UDP. So I was like, I can't take that from somebody. I would feel like yeah. a piece of shit if, I, if yeah. I did that. So I stayed back, but I stayed back and I fucking just like hermited and saved like fucking so much fucking money. And everybody came back oh, and I'm like, dude, dude oh, I spent so everything money, I have. Dude. And I was like, fucking thank God. And I'm getting out of the Marine Corps like fucking three months after I get back. So I was like, you know what? This was a good decision to make, but fuck, man, it would have been sweet though. Dude, we were fucking painting the town every single night. I remember every one night I had two bottles of champagne. I was chugging one, the other one. <laughs> like, dude, it was such a lit time. Every fucking night, every I mean, night in Australia, just going fucking fuck wild. Albert, we celebrated your birthday out there, didn't we? Yeah, we went, we went to the seafood yeah. buffet. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, I have, I have that picture. If we, did you guys have that picture? Yeah, I have the picture yeah. too. We okay, okay, just make it buffet. sure. Dude, that fucking we place. Actually, um, yeah, the funny thing is, I had my birthday thirty three. I was turned thirty three in the field, and it timed well with that Warriors Day or night where. We oh yeah. Oh. And I would have partaken more, but like that, I think that time I didn't shit for like four days. <laughs> I finally got to shit like once we we were there like it was such a relief like I was even talking to Jerry like um, this isn't normal like I normally do it every day it's like four days I couldn't even eat because my tummy was rock hard bro dude fucking is that <laughs> MREs we were having steaks and, yeah I don't know why like, backed it, up from MREs <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> you, you gotta but eat I that gum got sick from MREs like it was just that's a myth. <laughs> Yeah, it is a myth. The gum's a laxative. No, <laughs> no, hundred percent. That's a total myth. Fucking, that gum isn't a laxative. Dude, all right, me, Art. I chew every freaking gum at that. I don't know. Time. Every time I chew gum out there from the MRE gum, all I right, shit. Let's coincidence. All right, let's go around the horn. Favorite MRE. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Ooh. You start. I start. No, no. I gotta go last because I'm. I'm not sure. Right all right. Now. I'll okay. start off. Okay. So it's not just the MRE, it's, it's what you do to it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we got the MRE shuffle. <laughs> Little foreplay, you know. It's fucking... <laughs> so, what I like to do is I like to get the chicken noodle soup, right? Okay. And you fucking okay. heat it up, obviously. You know, like I, I, I steal like another heater out of like one of the shitty MREs. A double heater. Fucking double heat that bitch, right? Mm-hmm. And you get the bag and you fold it up and make you a fucking bowl. If you know how to make the bowl, you're yeah. a pro. If not, then you're a fucking loser. All right, sorry, you're missing out. Damn, it's okay. so much but easier. Okay. To... No, this, is, this is the Pokemon right here. All right, they got yeah. the time to make the bowl and shit. Okay, you're damn right. Here. We do. All right, you're damn right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you put it all there. You mash your crackers up. You put that in it. And you mix like the fucking seasoning and shit, and it's like I don't know, a little piece of home. Okay, <laughs> not too bad. Okay, so I have. One, which I thought would be the best, but ended up being the most overhyped, and that was the pizza MRE. It uh, was super – I was so ready for it. I got it. Oh, I was dude, so I was excited. So dude, it was just a little piece of that shitty fucking stale bread 
and a yeah. little bit of that sauce. And it was basically I, a lunchable, it was like yeah. borderline a lunchable. It was, it was worse. <laughs> and when lunchable. you ate it, you were yeah. still like hungry. And it's like, dude, I can't eat this. Like, I, I will still be hungry afterwards. So yeah. that was the worst experience in Emory. The best one by far because Americans apparently have no taste buds and do not have the taste buds for spice. <laughs> All right, and everything is bland as shit. Was the chili mac because it came with some hot sauce that yeah. I could put in there yeah. and actually make it taste good. Okay, okay. What about you, Albert? Chili mac. Hell chili yeah! Mac? I never chili eat mac? my MREs. I never had. I rarely have the time to eat up my MREs. Yeah. There's always like dog, dog. I'm like fuck it. I just. I think I've heated my Amory's like less than 10 times the whole time I was in 33. Wow. Damn. Cold-ass like, shit. That's my it choice. <laughs> or chicken chunks. Those were good, too. Yeah, so I yeah, would... Hot sauce. Yes, because that one had the buffalo the sauce. Yeah, the so I would sauce. do... But so yeah. it, but that one, strangely, didn't come with a heater. Right. So, yeah. so I would either have to steal a heater or I would I, I fucking finally like caved and got a jet boil. And it was, yeah. it was a total it was a total fucking life changer. Total life changer. Uh, I, I I never ate MREs never tasted the same after that. Like it, MREs actually started tasting relatively good after that. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, the, yeah. the chicken chunk with yeah, so you heat the it pack. Up. Yep. Put in it and then you so you heat that up, you know, drain it and then you put the hot sauce in there and and cheese. You mix it with the cheese. Oh, Just, dude. And then you throw that shit like on a tortilla, brother. Oh, man. Oh, man. Your eggs and yeah. ham. Dude, that shit is fucking <laughs> So what I would do is I would get the um, the chili mac and the chicken chunks, right? Yeah. I would take the heater from the chili mac and um, either throw it away because I had the jet boil. Or if I couldn't have it, that's what I would use to heat the chicken chunks up take the hot or the uh the buffalo sauce pour half the pack into the the chicken chunk yeah let it heat up get nice and hot get that melted cheese in there even though it tastes like shit if it wasn't on it mm. you had to add like the right amount you know you yeah. don't want overpowered shitty cheese and then you take the bread from the chili mac bowl and you put that on Ooh. top and it would just be oh uh, <laughs> And then Speaking you saw the chili these, back like, the next day. Put the hot sauce Remember in. Remember when back Jerry home. dropped his shit in like? Uh, <laughs> no. Oh yeah, all over the Humvee, the side of the tail of the Humvee, right? He was making this gourmet oh. MRE. I've never seen. All right, there's there's two people. There's two people I've, that I've seen work extremely hard on their MREs. One was the first platoon sergeant I ever had, Staff Sergeant Cade. This man literally carried like, yeah, yeah, Chef Kate. He carried like condiments and different sauces (laughs) and all this shit in his bag. Like this dude came prepped. Like he never had an MRE that nobody liked, you know. So he would he would literally take Agent Beef strips and turn it into like a fucking like a like a no. I don't. No way. That's the worst shit ever. No, he made it work. I swear to God. Yeah. So Agent Beef things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so um, it's him, and then Jerry, dude. Jerry would put in like labor hours into his fucking MRE meals <laughs> at the government's expense. Yeah, the government's expense, and straight up, dude. Uh, he worked so fuck. He would add like almost everything, a little bit of everything from the MRE that like into the main meal, and it would just fucking always taste good. And like he did this, he worked very hard, you know, adding the salt. Good 30 minutes, dude. 
And then, like, it was, I shit you not, it was 30 minutes of him, like, heating it up, like, making sure it was the right temperature. Oh, dude, it was, it was a science. It was a science. And, like, it just fucking falls over. And just, and just all over the ground. Yep. And everyone in headquarters is sitting Stop. right there. And just stops. Like, it's, like, the whole air out of, like, the whole fucking COC was just... And then we're just staring at him. He's looking at us. <laughs> just start dying laughing. <laughs> Oh, dude. I was biting my tongue. I'm like, should I laugh first? I- <laughs> oh, and he threw a fit. Like, this is fucking funny, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he, he got so buttered over that. But but he was a type that later in the day, when he finally got more food in him, that we were able to bust his balls about it. So, <laughs> oh, God. oh man, fucking so funny. Dude, I like you can joke story. around with Jerry as long as he's not cold. That's what I. Oh, as long as he's not miserable, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because if, yeah. if it's warm, like he's fine or hot, but when it's cold. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, he is. A, he's a miserable son of a bitch. Oh my god, I remember in fucking Korea the phone charger, dude. Oh man. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> woke up don't don't even say. Dude, I was in my, I was with first platoon. We had just dug all these trend, tent or these uh, fucking trenches to get the water out. Yeah. And I just hear, what the fuck? <laughs> Ain't nobody charging the goddamn phones. And I'm like, I'm like, my eyes just kind of popped open. I was like, I'm going back to sleep, man. Just have one eye open and you can take it from here. You got the rest of the story, man. Oh, dude. So fucking, uh, it was towards the end of our time in Korea. And we're like, oh, headquarters come headquarters of platoon. We're gonna be nice to the rest of the company. We're gonna, you know, basically daisy chain all these fucking outlets, so everyone can have an opportunity to charge their fucking electronics. You know, because we've been there for like fucking two months basically, and it's like nobody's really had any access to electricity. So we gave like every platoon an opportunity like an like an hours of the day to use like these fucking outlets and then at night we had like a box in the coc specifically for like headquarters and like leadership and in that box like there was another like strip so you could like plug your shit in there you put your charger in there and uh yeah you know you, nobody fucks with, with anybody else's charger until now and then somebody <laughs> somebody fucking took not just anybody's charger. Somebody took first sergeant moon's charger. And it's and his it, shit's always labeled. Yeah, and his he shit's always labeled. So there's no there's no getting oh, there's no getting around the fact that this person was, was this in the main COC? <laughs> no, no, this was in no, it was we were, India's, you know, so India's we were in the mud pit, remember? So yeah. there was the mud pit, and then there was this little Humvee. And there was a radio charging station. You have to turn the Humvee on and charge the radios. And it was like a little thing set up there, like a little table on your cami netting. And there would be like... Yeah, yeah. It would be like, yo, Firewatch, hey, could you hook me up? Could you let me, you know, charge the phone? Yeah, you got to make sure you start the fucking Humvee every hour on the hour so it doesn't fucking die. But, um, yeah, so it's just like, it's like nine, it's like, you know, 2100, you know, 9 p.m. Everyone's in their tents, like going to fucking sleep and shit. And I, and then it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> it woke me up. I was on yeah. the other side of the pit. 
Hell and, no. Um, I was at Whitman's company. We heard him. And we were like, yeah. who the fuck yeah. is that guy? And my tentmate was just like, I don't know, someone mad about his charger, I guess. Yeah, and, and he was, was like, he's like, hell fucking no in your company. I fucking do everything for you. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, just fucking just screaming at us. He's like, and this is how you fucking repay me. You take my fucking charger. <laughs> like, you better fucking come here right now. Come clean right now. Like, like all this shit, dude. And then yeah, imagine someone it. had stood up, they would have gotten crucified. <laughs> Weapons platoon, their platoon sergeant woke their asses up. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out your tents. That's our Rogers. Dump yes, your, he dump did. Dump your fucking packs. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's like, dump your fucking packs right now. Made I'm him, gonna search the tents. Yeah, dude. just made him fucking do all that shit. And I was like, that was dude. like for the millionth time. I was so glad I wasn't part of Weapons Platoon. They had to yeah. do so much stupid shit under Steph's on Rogers and Steph's on Smolsky. Like, holy shit, they yeah. were treated like children. Yeah, yeah. Fucking I felt bad for him. But yeah. That was a fucking that was that was a night. That was a night. That was a night. That was a night. Yeah. That was a night. Did I go to the surgeon's course with you, Alice? To me? With me? Yeah. Yeah, probably. No, I never went to fucking sergeant's course. Hell Fuck yeah. That. I skated out of that shit. Never went to corporal's <laughs> course. Like, hey, you're singing? No. Okay. Calm dice in um, Oki. I remembered it, right? Yeah, yeah. Calm. No, you probably seen me because, like, I was always, like, at the fucking, uh, uh, what is it called? The CP? That the fuck we called it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah probably, lame. yeah. Because it was just right next to it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was always on the smoke pit, just fucking skating. Oh, <laughs> uh, being a fucking degenerate. <laughs> Classic. Smoking with the H and S Corman over there. Fuck yeah. yeah. Who was the H and S Corman? Who was the H and S Corman? Uh, Debris smokes. A bunch of them smoked. There's always Debris <laughs> out in the fucking smoke pit with me chilling out. Yeah. Cool as fuck. I never, Shout I never understood it. I never understood people who work in healthcare that smoke cigarettes. Yeah, like kind anything, of blows my mind. Didn't you have like a course in like how bad that shit is? So you should never do hey. it. They, yeah, that Marine Net course with the gunnies, like, are you smoke cigarettes? It's <laughs> oh, like, dude, I, I hated that course. You tobacco, and I'm it. like, no. And then it's like, well, I'm gonna teach you about this shit anyways. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? I don't even use this shit. I mean, I do get it, but it's also an unhealthy way to de-stress. It's most likely it's just stress. That's why I picked up because you couldn't really like, you know, because some some of your uh, patients would treat you like it was fucking Burger King, and you really couldn't do much. And then if you're a corpsman, you're tied between what your MO says and also looking out for your patient. I remember one time in Korea, they asked me like, hey, um, <laughs> plug him. I'm like, I don't think I should because he's just, he has VGE and you're asking me to plug him. So yeah, it's stuff just like contagious, that. isn't it? Yeah. And um, yeah. well, and then um, they go with the science and I go with like, I don't think like it's right. Like he, <laughs> whatever, man, like I, I, but you know stuff like that, and um, I remember um, getting yelled at for my rifle um, being dirty by a freaking boot ass freaking boot. What the fuck, Doc? Ooh, you, had fuck? Dirty, you had a dirty, you had a dirty rifle, rifle, rifle. Fucking bitch! Out what here. the fuck? No, here's no <laughs> fucking excuse. Ate the, the fuck up, Doc. <laughs> no, remember that mud pit? I ate shit with because of the chicken water. You guys <laughs> fucking up. fix yourself, Doc. Doc. <laughs> your dirt, was, your rifle um, wasn't dirty. Going, um, your rifle was fucking filled with mud at the very front end. 
It wasn't dirty. There was a giant mud clot. Dude, I ate shit. (laughs) Marine Corps doesn't give a fuck about your face. It's about your rifle. (laughs) Weapon gear body. (laughs) Weapon gear body, motherfucker. So I was getting like, um, whose rifle is this? And then my IDC at that time was like behind him. Just like, just say it's yours and don't say anything. Because he was mentioning a bunch of like shit. It was like muzzle awareness, right? I'm just like, that's not muzzle awareness. It's weapon maintenance so and Is then my muscle awareness just, if your muscles clogged with dirt though yeah so i was just like you're yelling at me the for wrong shit and then so my idc goes like he went back and forth for his patient and i ordered him to do all this stuff going back to the patient's tent and back he just ate shit sir and he went he got here on time he's gonna clean that rifle after he uh, takes care of the patient so <laughs> that's one thing just like having like I wanted to drink that day because I'm just like, I'm taking care of this dude. I might stay in the BAS, whatever. It's freaking cold. Uh, they made me be- go back and forth, I think, four times. And then seeing the, um, at that time, the BC's tent on top of a fucking pallet, that pissed me off too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because we were sleeping in a mud pit. Like, it, I didn't feel right. Like, you know, I just ate shit. I'm caked up with mud. My weapon's caked up. <laughs> <laughs> that I just maintained like a few hours before. <laughs> yeah. And then I just saw that um, pallet. I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. Then I got yelled at for um, something that was like, I'm gonna take care of it after my freaking patient. Like, and you tell talk to me about muzzle awareness. I'm like, I wasn't flagging anybody. I don't even have my rifle on me, muzzle awareness. <laughs> And this yeah. is coming from a, you know, a Bhutanist who lost his rifle about four times in Korea. So. Oh, who was uh, this? Who was this? Name drop. Come on. Come on. <laughs> He's an MO, so that's all I can oh, say. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, uh, a Navy lieutenant. Damn. Oh, okay. Everyone liked him so much that um, they stole his um, boot laces. <laughs> 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 that's, that's that way. Oh, there goes another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. So oh, like man. that whole like I, what what was very cringe to me was like taking your real rifle on the fucking endurance course for jungle warfare so training. So stupid. Like, oh, dude. Like you literally just fucking destroy your. Are you shit. a masochist? Like, like yeah. exactly. It's just so painful to watch you literally drag this fucking thing through the mud. I remember not only that, but knowing that it's not even gonna work because you you were instructed to take your bolt out. Like, like right. You, you take your bolt out. You take everything out of it. Like, and then you just fucking just drag it through fucking three miles of hell. I remember Captain Carlson, he uh, tried to get us all to take our actual rifles. And we're like, you are out of your mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we took the rubber, didn't we take rubber rifles? Second yeah, time? and then they made yeah. us clean. They're like, oh yeah, take these and you won't have to clean them. We're like, all right, bet. Get there. Like, no, you got to clean your rifle, your rubber rifles now. And yeah. then clean your real rifles. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's a Marine Corps shit, right? That's some fucking... I don't even know, yeah. man. Yeah. Did we leave all our gear there with no one watching it, or did we leave a watch behind it? I don't even. I think uh, maybe some broke dicks or something. Uh, Cochrane nice. sticks, sticks. <laughs> Must have left sticks behind. Sticks. <laughs> I felt bad for that dude. <laughs> no, you didn't. You gave him shit every chance you got. Oh, here like... comes sticks, <laughs> dude. Like, I remember, like ITX, just like 
seeing like a pair of freaking crutches go down a seven ton and his buddies were like we'll catch you and they didn't catch him I'm just... oh, dude. <laughs> seven tons dude seven tons fucking dude, suck like, bro they took two marines i was they... about to tear like basically yell at johnson like what is he doing like why is he yeah. here like he should be back in the rear and johnson was like, dude i told them everything and they said i'm just like holy shit man like dude that's some <laughs> next level shit. I, seven tons. They took. They took Cochran. They took Major Kent's knee. Yeah, <laughs> along with multiple other injuries. He I'm straight sure. out fucking fell out of one, bro. Like just. <laughs> I saw it happen. Out. I was in the back of the seven ton, and he fell out of the driver's side door. And we're like, oh, the major's done. Do we not have to do this? Because it was yeah. like run, this long ass run around this hill. It's like, do we not have to do this anymore? No, we're still gonna do it, bro. You know what I just fucking remembered? Let's hear it. Oh Let's hear it. I'm sure everyone heard about this. Like, remember when, uh, fuck, I can't name drop him. A specific staff sergeant in India company fucking slammed that dude's head in the seven-ton door. <laughs> I remember, remember that? That, that everyone, was everyone funny remember as that? hell. Yup. Oh, my God, dude. I, I think almost, you fucking told me that. Yeah, I almost forgot all about that shit, dude. That was part of the, the, the wildest. I fucking, do remember the story. I know who the person is, and I. Like, you should text it to me right now. <laughs> was it with you guys during that time? Oh right now? man, I rem- yes, yes, you were. <laughs> yes, you were. Wait, no, no, no. I don't think Doc Molina was with us then. Wasn't he? No, that was our first. That, yeah, that was our first deployment, our first EVP. Yeah, it wasn't there. Yeah, no. so wasn't it towards the end of our first? Yeah, but he got away Scott Clint, like Scott Free. For pretty that much, yeah, pretty much because the and I'll let me tell the story. So this fucking we're getting picked up by Transpo. We we're having this huge fucking pissing <laughs> match with them, basically over the stupidest shit. Apparently, one of our guys cat called one of the female Marines. And so they didn't want to come pick us up. And every time they came to pick us up, they were just fucking late as shit. And so they're picking us up from range one on the Pahuka Kaloa training area, which is the farthest fucking range out of all the ranges. Molina was with us then. No, he wasn't because this was this was this uh, was first. I this is our first PTA. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. And so. Transbo comes, so the trucks come. Uh, my platoon sergeant doesn't want to sit in the back. He's like, I'm going to sit in the front with the two other Marines, the, the the assistant driver and the driver. And the assistant driver is some Lance Corporal. And was like, nah, you ain't doing that. Like, And he's like, well, I'm going to go sit in one of the other ones. And he's like, nah. And But my, the staff sergeant already put his helmet, his Kevlar, in on the seat in there. And he was walking around basically without a cover on, like counting, getting a head count of everybody. And what the fucking Lance Corporal did was just take his fucking Kevlar and just toss it out the window <laughs> onto the fucking ground. <laughs> oh, I remember this. So Staff Sergeant so-so climbs the ladder up to the fucking thing um, and uh, was like, I'm going to fucking sit in here and you gotta, you're going to go get my fucking Kevlar. And the kid was like, nah. Lance Corporal was like, nah, I'm not doing Dude, it. Dude, and Steph's, this Staff Sergeant is the last person you want to do that yeah. to. Yanks this motherfucker up out of the truck. 
grabs them, throws them against the truck, takes the door, just dong, 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 against this dude's fucking head. Dude, just shit out of this biggest fucking black eye ever. Dropped them. The kid dropped. It was this huge fucking thing. They almost made us like get out of the fucking like trucks. Like, and they're like, they were like basically like, get the fuck out. Like, someone else is going to have to come get you guys. But luckily, that didn't happen. We, we made it back. And yeah, so it turned out that the kid already had like a pending like NJP or something like that for. He lucked out. Yeah, for like, for saying, for already like, um, like, was it uh, insubordination? So he was doing it again in a very short period of time. And with two NJPs, I think they were going to take it at the court martial. Um, and if, unless the guy, unless he decided to like drop the charges or whatever against the staff sergeant, which he decided to do so he wouldn't get court martialed. So yeah, yeah, fucking crazy shit. Like he would have won that court martial oh, hands down, dude. Yeah, well, he would have, yeah. well, Hi. it would have been. So the insubordination happened before his head got fucking wedged in between the door and, and the vehicle. So, <laughs> so he still would have gotten in trouble for that. I mean, he his ass would the ass his ass getting beat was just you know part of the repercussions. He, I didn't even remember anything repercussions bad and to concussions. That staff like he wrote it out with us the entire time. Nothing changed. Like I, I want to hear. I would wish I was a fly on the wall for like. You know, that talking to that I'm sure first sergeant had with him. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Fucking hilarious though. I mean, you know, fucking I, but seven fuck times, man. Seven times I'll be stores. back there. I, I'm 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 surprised my lungs aren't even like more just destroyed from the amount of dust and dirt and sand and moon dust and fucking fairy <laughs> dust and cigarette I had that smoke fucking, and ash. That and, railing that they have on the back that keeps the cover up. I had the shit full on me. Fucking almost knocked me out. I was like, dude, what the fuck is this shit? They're like, oh, don't worry. When those bitches roll, too, they kill motherfuckers, dude. It legitimately kills motherfuckers. Yeah. I mean, not as much as the Ospreys or AAB, so no one gives a shit. Like, he wasn't wearing his PPE, and they they break, they make, he just went flying. I think it was all from PTA. Yeah, it's just, they don't kill enough people like the Ospreys and the AAV, so they don't get as much attention. Bro. Dude, those ospreys are no fucking joke, man. What, what just went down? Like what, like two weeks ago? Yeah, dude. No, that was that was a helicopter, right? That was the helicopter. No, it was yeah. an osprey. Was it? Was there an osprey? Yeah, it was an oh, osprey. Shit. Dude, Bro, I mean, think about it. You've got two shit. engines on this machine, right? This fucking shitty machine, and you have a bunch of lance corporals that are in charge of fixing it. They don't get paid overtime. Yeah, they're just going to say, hey, this shit's done. Good to go. You got to think, though, like the um, Air Force version of the Ospreys, they don't have much, you know, malfunctions as the Marine Corps has. So whatever the Marine Corps is doing with maintenance. Well, do they do they even use them as much is the real question is because they're troop transports, you know, like how many troops are with fucking Air Force? Like, you know, what are they doing? Yeah, like other than the PJs, who else would use them? Yeah, so it's like. You know, we we use them a fucking shit ton all like all the time. All but, the time. And one of my best friends that he, I enlisted with him, and I'm gonna try to get him on here. He fucking he was a aircraft mechanic for on Ospreys, dude. He would work like fucking crazy hour days, dude, like 14 hour days, like every day. 
like and he like he yeah my room you know, and actually. he's gonna have all these certs and stuff to when he got out to you know to continue doing shit like that for um boeing. For like boeing or something yeah and he said that he would just have he was having fucking nightmares dude like he was like just having nightmares of constant stress of being like fuck did i tighten that bolt or did I do that? Or did I do this? Did I check this before I left? Like all these fucking things because there's so much pressure on those guys because of how often these things are fucking failing and killing Marines. Because even before we got in, like um, we did, what? They had two crashes in um, one in Hawaii and one in Oki prior yeah. to us getting yeah. in the 3-3. Um, yeah. And then right when we got there, they had some door that fell out and almost killed a school child or some shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, almost fell on a fucking daycare a school, or yeah. something or a school. One of our sergeants was in that um crash too, right? And he um he was pulling Marines out of that crash. Or uh which crash? The Marine Osprey Raiders crash. one? No, that no, was um Sergeant Leo. He oh, was shit, in... yeah, um, yeah, he ran. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. I mean Johnson, Doc Johnson also did that with the Marine Raiders. Damn. Um, it was a helicopter. No, it was out. his mentors that um, that passed away um, on that crash. That's why he wasn't doing well when um, that crash happened. Oh, uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, well, yeah, the second one. But the, he, he did a mass he did a mass casualty one with uh, a crash one time. Fucking crazy, dude. Like, and and the, and then I'll, the AAV stuff, too. Man, I just Dude, that's gotta be the scariest oh, fucking thing ever to happen. I mean, that Dude. happened to our unit. Yeah, like, like one. Well, that we had the one that drove off the cliff, which was yeah. fucking. The one that caught fire right after, like. Yeah, and then it caught yeah. fire with our dudes inside of it. Like that yeah. was not cool either. And then I shit you not, like two weeks after we leave ITX, the one fucking one of them sinks. Yeah. And then, and then just recently, the same fucking thing happened a couple months ago. So it's like, it's fucking crazy, dude. It's absolutely crazy. Fucking death traps, man. All of them. And the entire time you're in there, you're like, oh, there's this giant fucking box. Like, yeah, don't get too close to it. Otherwise, you're never going to have kids again. Like, yeah. what the fuck is this shit, man? Yeah, dude. It's And and the crazy thing about it all, and it's unfortunately, but that's the direction that the Marine Corps wants to head again. They want, they want to head into the amphibious assault aspect again and we're really harp on that so they're gonna be using them even fucking more and it's like I remember, oh um, dude on our way to korea on ship we were told to waterproof our shit because we were thinking about splashing and taking dude. aavs in. and i remember the thought of that dude when i was on ship I was like i have to ride in a fucking aav in the ocean i was like i'm gonna fucking die yeah so i was like scared i was like dude give me an osprey <laughs> like give me give me something else but we ended up taking the when we found out we were taking the 53s and i was like Bless up. It's going to take like four hours to fucking get there, but we'll get there. Yeah. I think dude. we did splash into Thailand, wasn't it? Or one of the one of the countries on the LHD-6. Yeah. Uh, but the ship that we rode into, um, the BHR, was the same ship that's in um, the, um, what do you call it? The Hilo Dunker movie. Or the Hilo Dunker training. Really? No way. That was the BHR? Yeah, Wait, which yeah that Hilo was the Dunker BHR. Movie? Dude, some kid no, at my summer the training thingy. The tra some kid at the summer camp I worked at knew what the Hilo Dunker was. Really? No shit. Yeah, yeah. He, he Dude, said, I fucking hated that he thing. Found out was, he found out I was a Marine and he was like, he's like, oh, did you do the Hilo Dunker? I was like, how the fuck do you know about the Hilo Dunker? Of all the <laughs> it's things. It's on YouTube, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Dude, some guys like, talked yeah, to me. They were like, "Yeah, we know what JWTC is." I was like, "How the fuck do you know that?" It's like, "Oh, I thought about enlisting, and my recruiter showed me this motivational video." I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude! Oh, all videos JWTC. <laughs> That's the place that it's it robs you of your motivation. Robs you of your motivation. Uh the, the second time wasn't so bad. The first time, dude, where it was cold and miserable <laughs> and fucking god awful. Yes. Yeah. But the second oh, time, dude, it? when I've never been there. During the summer, it's fine. During when it's Sim- cold out, yeah. they literally went out there, broke the ice for us to go jump in water. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. And nah. we had like, <laughs> you remember Adamas, the small little dude? Yeah, uh, he went down for hypothermia. They had to fucking medevac him out. <laughs> Poor dude. Plug his little frozen ass. <laughs> <laughs> How about the H and guys that froze um, during ITX because they traded their warming gear with the uh, oh <laughs> Kilo Company? Oh, yeah. Kilo Company traded Fuck the Royal Kilo. Marines. Killer Kilo, baby. baby <laughs> They're like, look what I got from the Royal Marines. It only took my bivy sack. Dude, the Royal Marines, dude, they were pretty fucking legit, man. They were, they were, they were legit. And, and contrary to popular belief, I did not take our company guide on. Okay, it was probably the Royal Marines. Yeah, which I mean, that was pretty. That was a sad moment in our history, but very sad, very sad. But I managed to walk away with a fucking combat <laughs> jacket, which was fucking sweet. I got, I got one free. too. Got it for free because some fucking dumbass boot roll marine boot left it. Actually, it was actually it was a lieutenant. lieutenant. Yeah, a lieutenant. lieutenant. Yeah, <laughs> lieutenant left wow. it at the chow hall. And I was like, is this anybody? Is this anybody? And they're like, nope. And I was like, mine now. <laughs> and it fits me perfectly. Oh, yeah. Bro, I think my favorite thing, I, I have some Royal Marine shit, but my favorite thing is the fucking um the warm-up jackets from Korea. The Korean Marines like red. Oh, the ROK. Oh, yeah, I have one of those yeah. too. The, the yeah. running jackets, right? The little jumpsuits. Yeah. yeah. Those are fucking sick. I have a full setup, bro. I'm like, oh, man, I sleep, every night I slept in Korea and wearing that shit. Dude, I well, got you, one of those. Wait, the you sweaters. have that? You have the Korean shit? Yeah. You don't? Dude, I have two jackets actually. <laughs> no, I've got, I've, yeah, got, I've got so much Korean shit. I've got the I jump should. wings. I've got their special forces pin. I got a, like a couple name tapes. I got their Dude. like airborne fucking patch, and that was like I think that's the thing I saw. The thing I saw I got. See, from, this is the plus side of being like H&S, a Korean. Man. Patch. I got, I got so much shit. I have, I have Korean like eight point cover, Korean booty. Yep. I have Korean like shirts. What did you trade? Oh, I should just fucking go join the fucking Rock Marines. <laughs> you know? I got, I got, yeah, I got fucking Let's go how'd over you, there. How would you not get that shit? I got the fucking sw- <laughs> like the. The digital camo fucking sweatshirt for the uh, the Koreans, like the fucking digital pad that like goes in swirls yep, and I shit. That. I got the fucking jumpsuit. I got their fucking one of their blouses, like the uniform on top. Yep. I got that from the ties too. Like, Damn, how do you, you not have all this shit? You got one of them inside shit. of you. You know what I did? You know what my secret was? I would go to the PX before we were going to a country, like before we left. And get we were going to countries. I get challenge coins. They oh, fucking went coins? nuts for challenge coins, like the fucking eight dollar challenge coins that had like you know lens. What did you get? Lens corporal challenge coin or what? Yeah, yeah, like the fucking <laughs> shitty ass challenge. Like, and they probably used them I, as I, currency I, in some of these countries. Probably, and uh, I brought dude, eight go nuts for that. I got a full setup from like the Koreans for one challenge coin. I was like, like the sweat right. tops. You talking about the sweat tops, Chris? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I brought I uh, I bought eight sweat tops because I have a buddy that um was in the Marines that talked to me like before I even went in. He was like, "Hey man, if you ever deploy anywhere, take a bunch of sweatshirts with you because every one of the other countries loves our fucking sweat tops, our like, PT tops." 
Oh, wow. Like, yeah, so I brought over eight of them fuckers, and those Korean dudes loved them. I got a Royal Navy, uh, Royal Navy blouse, a yeah. Royal Army blouse, and a Royal Marines blouse. Yeah. House, bro. Damn. Did you get the Royal Navy out? They were out. There's like two guys out there. Yeah, I got the, I got the Royal Navy blouse. Hell yeah. It's fucking sick. I just got the Royal Marine Commandos. That was it. But uh, worth it. Yeah. 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 Oh, shit. I, I mean, I wasn't paying a bunch dude, of fucking I got shit a, for any of that stuff. I got a fucking machete, too, from Thailand. That shit, dude. Oh, man, <laughs> I still baby. use it. Yeah. I don't know How if it's legal here in California. I had that one when we were getting inspected. <laughs> uh, yeah, story. My, my shit actually got inspected, too. My shit did not get inspected. That's how I got away with it. Because <laughs> didn't we, like, have to, like, empty our packs once we landed in okay the so you know how no, no, they pack? had to they had they had the mps walk around on the deck right on the yeah. flight deck with your shit and they yeah they just they just picked you randomly and one of the fucking guys ended up being some dude i was in my boot camp platoon and i was like he was like hey he's like do you have anything in there and i was like uh, no and he was like all right cool and i was like <laughs> <laughs> dude we have motherfuckers coming back with habusaki from fucking japan they're like yeah i brought some back to the states yeah. yeah yeah like no one checks shit and if they do they do a shitty job because i put that fucking bayonet or that fucking giant machete in my fucking assault pouch and like one of the, the pouch between the two you know mm-hmm. and yeah. no problems <laughs> It's a good thing Moss passed because if he didn't, then we would all have to dump our shit. Yeah, most likely. Most likely. (laughs) I was always trying to take back shit. My dad tried to take back two M16s from Vietnam. (laughs) That's where you get it from, huh? That's where you get it from, piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) And then, I mean, I had a good mentors too. So, like, like Morrison, who was my senior, his first name, Thomas, he was like, He's like, hey, man, like, this is how you fucking do it. Like, this is how you ship <laughs> things back to the States. Like, you know, this is what's worked for me. So and then, like, guys like part. guys like Doc Grant, like, when we went, when we ended up, we ended up getting the same barracks two years in a row, like, two deployments in a row. And he left his guitar up there. And, like, it, his guitar was still there, like, in the fucking, in the ceilings. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Dude, yeah. my seniors, when I came in, first at the fleet, they were like, you got any alcohol in here? I'm like, no, we're all underage. He's like, Hold up, let me check. And he checks the fridge, right? First place. Mm. Second place, he goes up and starts taking off the ceiling covers from our room. Like, dude, that's so smart. Now I always hide my booze right up there. Like, there you go. So Okinawa fucking ceiling finds. I fucking everybody's going in their fucking rooms and like people are pulling out like one dude pulled out a guitar, one dude pulled out like a gaming station, people pull out like TVs and shit. I'm like, oh fuck, I wanna check mine. What the fuck is in mine? So I go up in there, I'm retrying to fucking find shit, and I send my hand on a bag, and I'm like, the it's fuck fucking is this? DB like a, Cooper's it's, money. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking Ziploc baggie, and I fucking pull it out, and it's just, it has a, it says 100 on it, and it's just 100 rounds of 5.56 five, green tips. <laughs> what? <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck? So I fucking There's a second bag that says 50 on it. I grab another bag. So I have 150 rounds of 5.56. Five, and I think like fucking Tayez walks up and just looks at me and I'm like, Amnesty <laughs> Box. <laughs> yeah, we had like Call of Duty and shit. And, like fucking, uh, fucking, I think, uh, our, 
uh, Lieutenant Jenkins had to come down and shit and fucking oh, man. vouch for me and shit. Or some sh- That's Be like, yeah, this guy never touches rounds unless he's at the fucking rifle range. Like, it's not him. <laughs> exactly. I'm working at the fucking armory. Fucking 150. Yeah, 150 libo rounds. Yeah. Fuck. How many does it take? Shit. You're not killing yourself. You're killing everyone. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. School shooter shit right there. Dude, that's insane. Like, I would love to hear the story behind that. Like, who the fuck came up with yeah, 150, who put 150 rounds? rounds in their fucking barracks room? Ah, dude, I don't, yeah. <laughs> Dark. It's like, that's like even uh, crazier than finding a 40 mic mic in a porter potty. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. The PTA. Yeah. How the dude. fuck does that happen? And then there was, um, ah. Uh, Ellis was when we were in comm school, they were doing a health and comfort inspection and the kid in the room right next to me got this fake ass that was like size. (laughs) Maybe if you were like a 12 year old girl, like, I don't know why it was so small. It's an Asian ass. Yeah. And he cut, and he cut into the mattress and placed it in the mattress (laughs) No, and no fucking way, dude. And the fucking the staff sergeants are coming to fucking check the room. And he's like, he's like, staff sergeant, I got, I gotta just tell you, what you told you're, you're gonna, you're gonna find it. So, because they're ripping the sheets off the fucking mattresses and shit. Like they, they what? weren't playing around. Yeah, this health For and what? comfort, they were just dumping everything. It was just like it was after like a '96 or whatever. Oh, they were just yeah, fucking, they did all the time in common school. Yeah, it was stupid. So. Yeah, yeah, they would just th- they would just trash our fucking rooms. I think it was an excuse just to trash our rooms. But yeah, he was like, "Steps aren't." I got, I, I got to tell you, <laughs> you're gonna find something in there, and I, it is mine. I want you to know that it's mine. And they're like, <laughs> "Okay," so they walk in. Didn't tell him it was like this, like a fake ass. And, they, and you just hear them laughing. You hear them just fucking dying <laughs> laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and then they bring up the fact they're like, "What is this? A little boy ass? Like, fucking, <laughs> you fucking little boys in here, just fucking yelling at him, dude. dude! Dude, contraband! Oh man, <laughs> dude! All right, so we did. We had this one guy. He got caught smoking in the stairwell in ITB." And they're like, tight, you guys want to be fucking stupid? We'll be stupid. And they raided everybody, right? Open up fucking lockers and everything. And they would just chuck everything into the center. And you'd get like, you know, beer bottles broken on the floor. You'd get fucking cigarettes, <laughs> dip. And then get to this one guy. He's like, are you fucking serious right now? Are you fucking shitting me? He throws a giant fucking butt plug into <laughs> the center. And we look out, and everybody pops their heads out, and they're just like, it's this big fucking black man. And he's like, no, man, no, it's for my girl. It's for my girl, this and that. Dude, there was, there was no coming back from that. There was no oh, coming dude. back. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> poor guy. Poor asshole. <laughs> Dude, and I know like half my ITB class came to Hawaii, so like if there are any viewers, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. Bravo Company, baby. No, dude. Oh, dude. It oh, was man. funny as hell. <laughs> I just like how open everyone is with what they do, because even in ITX, like 
the stalls don't have any covers, and I would pass by and full blown conversation. Marine, what up, yeah, dog? Yeah, <laughs> ain't a truer conversation. Right, yeah, two dude. guys taking a shit and making eye contact. Yeah, yeah, or or shout the open showers too, and I'm like showering with officers, like a fucking, you know, what? fucking yeah, like there was uh, the open showers in ITX. Oh, ITX. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, and so like I, I remember being in there one night with uh, with Simmons and fucking uh, Captain. Oh, his name his name starts with a B. He was the arrow for us. Um, yeah. So he fucking he walks in there and just to fuck with him, I literally dropped the soap and went to the position of attention, <laughs> <laughs> like fuck ass naked. It was like, <laughs> it was like attention on deck. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, he's like Moss. He's like, what the fuck, Moss? Was your dick at attention too, or what? You know it. <laughs> it's always. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, my first day with weapons company, like my senior um, HM3 was like, "Hey, have you seen testicular torsion?" I'm like, yeah, um, I've volunteered in the ER a few times. It's like, come feel this one. Like, dude, I know what it feels like. I really don't want to like touch someone's balls and. We're not gonna do anything about it today. And it's like I think it's a rite of passage for Marine Corps. <laughs> like to touch balls. In, like, first day with like first um kind of range with India Company, you got like freaking <laughs> I'm not gonna name drop him, but just drop trow fucking spreads his ass cheeks and asks him <laughs> if there's something wrong with his ass. Well, I was in the safety pick. <laughs> and I was talking to Pada and um, Rivera at that time. Yep. I just looked back and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dog, is there something wrong with this? <laughs> yeah, it's like, why do you guys let him show you I would, I would always try to, right get, to uh, <laughs> try to get uh, like my buddies, like my pecker checkers on how to get drug tested. I <laughs> uh, get a hog, drop my fucking pants, and turn around, like, look at my dick. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> look at it. Look well, at there'd it. be that one guy that would be like, you know, like getting a little bit too close looking at it. But for the most part, nobody <laughs> really like gave a shit. Running. Yeah. So there was this um, um, kid I went to boot camp with. He actually like graduated high school while we were at boot camp, technically. And he 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 went uh, he was in 03. He went infantry. And they used to send me these videos of him running around the squad bay with just his flak and Kevlar on, just buck ass naked underneath, and like running around, like just jumping on guys, <laughs> just fucking dick flopping around with nothing but fucking like flak and Kevlar on. Dude, I was going through my photos the other day, and I was like, holy shit, I have this photo. It was of Jaeger on the Bonhomme Richard. With nothing but like a fucking like purple underwear that were like three sizes too small, and he's just posing. He's like, "Pata, Pata, take a picture." I'm like, "What the fuck, man?" There's puke coming out of the toilets and shit, and he's like, "Dude, yeah. take a picture." I can miss that guy, man. Yeah. yeah. Ah shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. I wish I took more photos, more videos. Yeah, you always yes, give me it. shit for taking so much photos. You're like, what the fuck, man? I'm a, I'm in here yeah. in the moment kind of guy. Like, yeah. pretty, what about, me? What about now, you, bitch? Yeah, what about much, now? Yeah, pretty much you and um and uh, Albert, you guys were like the ones I took like I think majority of the photos with like no, my Barrett. last. Like, I didn't dude. take much photos. I Barrett. actually regretted it. Like it was Barrett. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. What about you, Chris? You take a lot of photos. Uh. Not as much. I mean, I feel like you're always going to regret, you know, not taking some. 
Yeah. I don't know. It's like because like when you're in, it's like when you take photos, like you fucking boot, like you fucking you're pose. Bitch, you're yeah, to, like, like yeah, you're trying to look cool, trying to look cool and shit, you know. But yeah, you know now it's like now you like think about those memories and shit. And then I, I have I have a lot of good photos. I think from like Korea and shit, good memories and stuff. So, but that's one thing. Like I fucking like told like my dreams before I got out. I was like, the only thing I'm regretting right now before I get out is I don't have more pictures of me and my buddies. Yeah. I'm See, like, and I always like, heard that. Pictures. That's why, like, every time I, like someone gave me shit for taking photos or videos, I'd be like, oh, fuck off. And now who's got the photo stash, motherfuckers? Come back. No, and the time, like, I got the courage to, like, basically let me take more photos was the time, too, that we had the rule that we can't take our phones in the field. So I got oh, a yeah. GoPro. Yeah, I did have my phone with me, but I'm not gonna abuse it in front of everyone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just, yeah I just got a GoPro that worked out well. By the way, that race on the the fucking horse, what was it between oh, the, me and the e course? Yeah, no, no, no okay. the repelling stuff that goes with section uh, four of the e course. I yeah. won. I won. By the way, I just want to put that out. There. <laughs> he won. By the I way, went, I went through the video and we went I went through the video. <laughs> I went through my, my own frame. video. <laughs> my my foot touched the ground. The second, not even seconds, probably like half a second before the boot was on the ground. Did the okay. slow motion replay. We did, we'll get you a trophy. All right. I appreciate yeah. it. You know, yeah. over a bottle. It's of a, It's gonna be a mind. big black dildo <laughs> big black butt plug yeah <laughs> yeah as long as it's got alcohol in it i don't give a fuck <laughs> you put alcohol in it that one and um then you basically our first udp like someone found like a massive black dildo like yeah if you fill it up with booze yeah if you fill it up with booze it's basically butt chugging no i just <laughs> i was talking like about a bottle in the shape of a dick that you could pour alcohol out of. You never seen those? I, I, I I've never looked for them, to be that. honest. <laughs> I never really looked at them either. Can't say I have. Dude, I uh, let's see your liquor collection, think... right? You got it right there, right there. Diamond encrusted. Oh, lip. oh God, Jesus Christ! Yeah, so uh. Lucas is making the transition to the West Coast. The best yes, coast. yes, yes. I, I, uh, I will be moving to California. Um, the California. Yep, Draconian. <laughs> it Draconian is California. It's, um, it's and an uh, next month, actually, probably like a, uh, literally like a month from now. So, awesome. oh, nice. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. Um, we were just, I was just saying before, um, before we started recording that, uh. I got a really good opportunity to see a lot of my East Coast buddies, you know, um, um, just being here for a couple of years. And I'm kind of just kind of blessed and lucky enough to be on the West Coast for a couple of years and get to see some of my West Coast buddies, too. So we missed. Um, yeah. And Chris, I'm going to try to see you on the way through. So hopefully we can make that happen. No, no, oh, we wow. have not. Yeah. All right, well, we're all going to be doing a Vegas trip, so. Yeah, I would, soon. I would love that. Love Albert, it. I love it. You can make it out and see us out here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'll try. Well, I yeah. mean, I pick orders next month, I think. Yo, hopefully it's down here, baby. Yeah, <laughs> that'd West be Coast. awesome. And then we'll all just like pick on Chris for being, you know, he's not <laughs> even technically are, East no. Coast. It's like, you know, I'm Midwest. Mid, yeah, Mid East. Yeah. The Middle, the, East. The, Middle right. the Middle East. Be proud of. <laughs> the Middle East. The Middle East of fucking America right there. I could State. not go back there. There's just nothing to do out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Except each other. 
Yeah. You were from fucking Michigan. You said there's nothing That's to what do. I said. Yeah, dude. I mean, other than the lake. Michigan has so much shit to do. Yeah, but compared to San Diego, absolutely not. Name one thing. One thing San Diego does not have other than volcanoes. Um, I couldn't. I actually uh, have not streets <laughs> full of needles and homeless people crabbing on the streets. I literally don't have. We definitely have those. Illiteracy. <laughs> High gas prices. Yeah, it's fuck. Fuck. Finally going down now. I fucking filled up my tank yesterday for uh, five fifty. I was so happy. Oh, it was man. at like six something. LA was at like ten bucks. Can't do it. Can't absolutely no, not. No, can't do it. Like I was there for three years. And it still blows my mind to Trump. <laughs> by opening up an oil pipeline that we uh, just decided willy nilly to shut out. Oh shit! Pipeline. Two we, of them. Okay. Well, we had we had to let we had to let Russia open up the Nord Stream, so <laughs> we had to shut ours down. It was only it was only it was only right. <laughs> no, it was part of the administration's plan to like cut down on fossil fuel emissions even though big companies are the ones that are mainly using more fossil fuels and the promotion of electric cars 80 percent of electricity still comes from burning fossil fuels aka coal so really there was no decrease in anything other than just an increase in prices but what do i know what the fuck our power grid can't even fucking take electric vehicles fucking exactly about shut no. down when what they the got fuck fucking they told everybody in San Diego, yo, do not put in the Tesla power charging stations in that's, your home. That's what they said. They said, yo, yes. go put that shit in your home. They said, home. yo, yo. They put yo in the fucking verbatim. Yo, in the memo. don't do it because our power grid cannot support it. See? Dude, like, and even if it could, it would come from burning coal. Oh. So, Hell yeah, job, guys. Switch to nuclear. Full that's circle. Full circle here, guys. <laughs> no, full circle. <laughs> nuclear well, navy albert boom full circle done yeah thank you yeah well yeah well all week. do we have any do we yeah, have any uh any closing thoughts any closing thoughts <laughs> any closing thoughts <laughs> on the state of the union <laughs> <laughs> we're fucked uh anyways no honestly like I really appreciate you uh, bringing all these guys on here that we served with, uh, coming back for like these memories that like I completely forgot about talking yeah. about it. How and uh, it's awesome to hear back from you guys. Honestly, it's been a yeah. while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lucky to have you back. Lucky to have you back, Chris. Uh, Albert is a uh, is nice talking to you, man. Fucking uh, let that add you on Facebook and shit. Hit you up sometime. But uh, yeah, one thing sure. I, I do want to say, like I like I usually do weekly, is to make sure to reach out to a friend and uh, they served with see how they're doing. Reach out yeah. to a corpsman. Recommend a corpsman. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, Thanks. yeah, definitely. And yeah, I'm gonna steal this joke again and again. Piggyback off uh, Chris. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, reach out to reach out to somebody try to talk to as many people as you can like you know just take the time just take time you know people people understand you know you, you won't be able to reply you know right away or anything but at least you're making the effort right and effort's half the battle um albert fucking awesome having you on dude like you've been, <laughs> been a near, yeah a near and dear friend of not only me but of the show as well and you know i i, I owe a lot to you i owe a lot to you and there's a lot that i mean i would love to have you back on to talk about because yeah, yeah, cause there's a lot that we like can un like 
unravel and, and get down to like regarding you know you helping me like along the way like get into like therapy and all that stuff like on the road to recovery and stuff like that like you were an instrumental part in, in, in my recovery my recovery and everything dude i can i couldn't have do it done it without you bro and i really appreciate you for that oh, um man. yeah no it was all you too dude so, and and you know <laughs> and even like you know you're still in whatnot we we're still checking in with each other we're still having a good time and you know keeping up and and uh, doing our thing so do you have anything you would like to say man uh, yeah, like, so, um, yeah, we're good with reaching out, but also we need, um, I think, for any, anyone watching, try not to be an asshole in social media or anywhere else, because um, mm -hmm. put yourself in the shoes of someone who wants to do it, like, they're in a, you know, a dark path, right, and sometimes they would check Facebook, and you're being an asshole on Facebook, they, they won't reach out to you, most likely, Yeah. so try to earn, like, just earn something that I, I'll be the person that someone can reach out to, like whether what time of day it is. I mean, that's why I limit what I say in Facebook. Like I do have my own opinions, strong opinions and a lot of things that I'm passionate about, mm -hmm. but I just keep it mellow on Facebook or social media. Just so if someone really is at that spot, like hopefully they see my photo on Facebook and like, all right, I can call him and maybe stop what I'm about to do to something permanent. So that's something that um, that's rarely spread out. Just try not to be an asshole. Like, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> we're assholes when, you know, don't make me an asshole. Like, you know, what Jerry says, don't make me an asshole. But <laughs> for the most part, be approachable. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And be approachable. To, just to piggyback off that a little bit, like, there's, there's no, <laughs> you know, we all have our opinions. Yeah. <laughs> we all have our opinions, right? And will voicing those opinions on social media actually make a difference? Or would you rather vent with that with a close few friends and keep yourself approachable? Like, that's key. Yeah. Um, oh, and this we say hotlines now three digits, I think. Is it today? Oh. Because it used to be a long number. What is? The suicide hotline. Apparently they changed it to three digits. Yep. Number. It's now 988. It's no longer that 1 800. Oh, 988. You got you to update your little yeah. script there, buddy. Let's go. Let's go. That's it. No, because awesome. they used to write on paddles. Like, if you need something, call this number. Like, yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. luck to your future endeavors. And people think, like, I'm an asshole for doing it. But after, you know, you lose some brothers along the line due to it, or you kind of realize, like, it sucks. Like, yeah. Um, there's something that you know you don't want to search the answers because you'll never know or you wish that you could have done something even as a corpsman like when we lost um sergeant brown when he was stabbed like that mm -hmm. was my first i think because coming in you're motivated you kind of romanticize being in combat and all this stuff like all this um making a difference in combat and all this shit but once you start losing people you kind of question and like wishing like yeah you would answer when you're called but you kind of don't want to for me myself i kind of don't want to wish to put any brothers in a tight spot like that and then you lose people uh taking their own, own lives uh you know Dumb even stuff. Corbin, yeah my mentor doc Muj, it's really that one hit you know hard. it's the spot like even with the few ones that we've lost along the way like you know corporal Yeager. Um, but we've lost Sergeant um, Parker, 
the drowning yeah. as well, like yeah. kind of just kind of uh, puts in the back end where what else can you do more? So that's what I'm thinking. Just like be less of an asshole. Like I know there are times I'm an asshole, but yeah. that's where I started limiting shit that I po- uh, post on social media, the trash that I post. And, you know, it kind of helped me a lot too with my mental health because now my search bar isn't based off an algorithm you know it's yeah you're thinking more freely i started reading more books especially after doc muji's um, passing i kind of went into the dark and sergeant class actually um kind of saved me <laughs> yeah because yeah. i was really depressed when we lost him and class was just like hey um posted something that went a 90 day was it hard 72 or hard 90 75 hard? Yeah, something like that. So I'm like, let me do that. So he wasn't, he didn't realize it. But afterwards, like, I thanked him, like, hey, thank man, I was on a, this dark depression shit. But you posting something that was positive kind of helped me. And that kind of inspired me, like, you know what? Let me just post something that's really funny or relevant, but not something that could trigger people, like, whatever political or opinions they have on a certain matter. That's awesome. So, yeah, I, that would definitely. save some lives. Yeah. Can you Sergeant class didn't post that. Like, I'm pretty sure I'd still be drunk right now, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. That mooch, I saw him a couple of days before, and that really knocked it out. I still, like, shit, we were just talking about getting a place together. Like, that's how, that's how it was out here. And yeah. Out of the blue. Yeah. Yeah. It's- but yeah, 988. 988. <laughs> 988. Don't do it. Don't. Yeah. Reach out to somebody. Yes. Anybody. Well, here we are. You stuck with us all the way to the end. Thank you for listening. We want our listeners to know that if your pack becomes too heavy, don't drop it. The Veterans Crisis Hotline can now be reached at 988. If you'd like to enjoy yeah. more content, don't forget to subscribe, Semper Fi, and keep rolling on. Yet, who are you? Later, guys. Take it